Good morning, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Welcome back to the conversation. Um, does anybody remember that that uh, sitcom? It's old. Welcome back, Cotter. Welcome back. Anyway, just a random thought. But anyway, it's dark outside this morning, and I am not staring out of the window. <laughs> I'm not even in my big comfy chair. Can you believe it? I'll get back over there eventually. Uh, But before I go into what I want to share with you today, I wanted to let you know that the lines of communication are opening between us. Woohoo! That means we're going to have some two-way dialogue and not just you listening. So you can now send questions and comments and even conversation suggestions via email. You can email me at now sing with me 222 that's three digits 222 and that's at gmail.com I look forward to hearing from you um, some tops, some of the topics will be brought out in the show while others are, may show up on the blog that is coming to the website the website is nowwesing.com And all of the podcast episodes will be posted on the website, as well as the songs that I share with you. Uh, There are are two songs out there already. Those are the first opening song when the show first started, and then the newest opening song. Both of those are out there to share. You can stream. You can download. The songs are free. If you would like to donate or to help contribute to uh, the upkeep or the maintenance of the website or the production of music, you can do that also on the website. Um, And the last song I shared, it will be out there soon. And on the topic of the last song that I shared, because that is the topic of today, that song, um, In Your Eyes, It will be available out there soon. I do want to thank you all so much for letting me share that song with you, unedited, uh, unmixed, unmastered. (laughs) But I really felt an urgency to share that song. And I do thank you all who came back and gave positive feedback on the song. And the feedback that uh, I'm most excited to get is that it blessed you, that it um, helps you see that you are loved and you are desired, you are wanted by God. And sometimes, unfortunately, we, the body of Christ, have gotten it wrong in making people feel that they have to clean themselves up or they have to fix themselves or there's something wrong with them and we've kind of unfortunately scared people away from coming to Christ not just coming to a building and assembly with other believers but scared them away really literally from coming to Christ and I hate that but my heart my heart longs for people to know the truth about God, who he is, and what he wants, and and how he operates, how he moves. 
to know the truth about it and to be able to choose him or reject him, but based on the truth of who he is and not based on the lies that we have been told all of our lives. Um, So I was really excited to share that song in your eyes. And like I said, when I introduced it to you, it was a personal testimony. I grew up Uh, trying to prove myself in and out of the church. I shared with you on a previous episode about how I used to try to please people. Um, I was looking for affirmation from other people. I was looking for uh, approval from other people, looking for other people to qualify me or to validate me. Okay. Um, So when I wrote that song, I think it was 2000 and I want to say six or seven, maybe 2008. But anyway, the song came about uh, because one evening I was riding in my car and I heard a voice like somebody sitting next to me and there was nobody sitting next to me. But I heard I heard. A voice say, if you did everything right, I could not love you more than I love you right now. And I I was like, uh-huh. And I thought about that and I thought about that and, and it was it was it was freeing for me. It was deliverance for me because again I had spent so much of my life trying to do things, to trying to do everything right, trying to be right and to just do everything that I thought was right and honest so that the people around me could love me or would love me or would accept me. And I spent all of my life, all of that time. Now, that was, like I said, 2000 and somewhere between 2006 and 2008. And I had spent all of those years, like 25, 26 years trying to be approved by people wow that's a long time so the more I thought about it and prayed the more that song began to develop in me and I and I thought about how I lived for so long thinking that if it's what if if somebody else thought it that was what God thought if somebody else didn't approve then God didn't approve if or that I needed somebody else to validate me before God would say, yeah, I agree with them. But he doesn't. He doesn't do that to us. He doesn't <laughs> He doesn't agree with other people's opinion about us. I mean, we need to agree with his opinion about other people. So, I mean, we've got we've had that backwards for so long even in I I've heard in my church life period people pass judgment on people and we condemn people for what they do or where they've been or who we think they are and I just want you all to know that that is not how God is that's not how he thinks that's not how he does he doesn't change his mind here's a scenario here's a a hypothetical situation imagine Having a child, if you're a parent, then you know. But if you're not a parent, imagine having a child. 
and you have a neighbor and that neighbor is in trouble. Someone is trying to hurt the neighbor. Okay. The neighbor's life is on the line, right? Imagine you sending your child to die for the neighbor, but the neighbor is able to do whatever they need to do to clear up the situation for themselves. Does that make sense? I hope I'm not talking in circles. But imagine the neighbor has within their power to change the whole situation, but instead of letting them change the situation, you send your child to die for the neighbor. Okay. So what sense would that make? <laughs> I mean, if they can fix the problem, why would my child have to die for them? Doesn't make sense. So God being much smarter than we are, why would he, as the Bible says, he sent his only begotten son so that whosoever would believe on him should not perish but have everlasting life. And so why would he send his his son to die for a person or a people who have the power within themselves to fix whatever whatever the situation is that's meriting death. He wouldn't. That doesn't make sense. And he didn't. So that tells us that if there was something that I could do to make God love me, to make him want me, to make him approve of me, what would have been the point of Christ dying? It doesn't make sense. There is no point if if I could do it myself. If I could work it out so that God would love me and want me and accept me, Christ didn't need to die. But he did need to die, and he did die, and he died because I can't fix it myself. You can't fix it yourself. There's nothing we can do to make God love us, to make him want us, to make him desire us. And on the flip side of that, what's even better is... There's nothing we can do to make him not want us. Oh, man, that is so awesome. There's nothing we can do that surprises him. <laughs> There's nothing that we can do that makes him say, I changed my mind about him or her. There's nothing that we can or have done to make God say, I don't want them no more. It is not going to happen. He still wants us. He's, no matter what we do, no matter what we've done, no matter where who we think we are, we, we can't change his mind about what he feels about us. And that's awesome. That's awesome. Because I've learned uh, some love here on earth between people uh, is conditional. <laughs> As long as I was doing what they wanted me to do or thinking like they wanted me to think or talking like they wanted me to talk, dressing like they wanted me to dress, you know, as long as I was doing something that pleased them, everything was good. But when I started to venture off and, and think original thoughts or, you know, have original preferences or ideals or uh, desires, then it wasn't so kosher no more. And um, it took me a minute 
to understand and even to accept that, that that's not the way God does me. That's not the way he thinks about me. Does he want me to do things? <laughs> yes, he does. Does he want me to obey him? Yes, he does. And it's for my benefit. It's not to harm me. It's not to take away my individuality. It's not to take away my, my desire or my choice. Why would he give me choice and then take it away? That doesn't make sense. But he doesn't he doesn't desire me to obey what he wants or what he says so that just because, you know, it's not from a a dictatorial or um a tyrannical standpoint. It's for my benefit, it's for my good. And and, and when I began to see that then it was like, Oh yeah, then yeah, I d I don't wanna do that. I don't wanna I don't want to do the wrong thing or I want to don't want to do that thing because it's going to hurt me. So, and even if I did the wrong thing or I did do the thing that it, it eventually hurt me and I did. Y'all, man, ooh, ooh, I'm not even going to go into that right now, but I did make a huge mistake many, many, many years ago and I paid for it. I paid for it. I paid for it. Pay for it. I can laugh about it now, but it was not a laughing matter when I was in the heat of that. But anyway, even in that, God did not turn away from me. He did not stop loving me or stop wanting me. And he didn't decide that he doesn't want to use me in in whatever way to help somebody else see that he still loves, he still wants, he's still drawing, he's still accepting, he's still receiving, he's still right there wanting to help us. So I just wanted to encourage you today to know that God loves you. Um, the scripture that I did mentions John 3, verse 16. For God so dearly prized and loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believe on him should not perish but have everlasting life. How easy is that? How simple is that to just believe? That's awesome. And I'm coming back next week <laughs> to talk about belief because that's what he has been dealing with me about for for a couple months now, <laughs> about my belief. What do I believe? And um, wanting me to believe him. But again, I want to remind you that you can now dialogue with me. You can send me emails at nowsingwithme222 at gmail.com. You can stream songs from the website at nowwesing.com. And you can also um, check out the podcast episodes if you're not subscribed to a podcast host. Thank you so much so much for being with me again today and I look forward to hearing from you I look forward to sharing some more with you and until we till we have another conversation make it a great day friends